It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bon weekend, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bon weekend et bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment ça va? How are I, you tonight? I am very well. Yes, he is French. Can you tell? And I'm Angie Taylor, <laughs> your American realist. And we are here for love, dating, romance, relationships, advice, yes. chatting about it. We're going to mm-hmm. hash out your love life. If there's problems, if you want to comment at any time, 855-905-8255. I want to kick off the show tonight, Simon, talking about the new, very new, very hot and heavy relationship between Ariana Grande and mm-hmm. Pete Davidson from SNL. Um, so they've been dating for two weeks, okay. and Pete went and got two tattoos about Ariana already on his body. Are you serious? Yes, after two weeks. Now, some people take it as a sign that the relationship is moving too fast. Would you agree? I would agree. If That's I was fast. dating somebody new, and then the girl would have already two tattoos of. I don't know what he wrote uh, on the Well, one of the tattoos is her initials, and the other one is just like the bunny ear mask that she wears all the time. Not normal. Not normal? It's just not normal. I have a a J, a little J, behind my ear for my husband, Jason. But I got that, like, after we dated for a long time. We were engaged, I think, when I got that tattoo. Not that it matters. I mean, it's a tattoo, but the, the point is going too fast. Have you ever gone too fast in a relationship, looking back like, ooh, I should have pumped the brakes a little bit? Yeah, I mean, more than once, sometimes you like somebody, and what I do is sometimes go too fast in the term of texting too much before we get to know each other better. So that's the mistake I've made over and over. I don't do it anymore, but I've used That's a to common that. mistake. Some of the mistakes you make and some of the ways you can find out if you're going too fast, if you're pushing too hard, we'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Going too fast, too Mm -hmm. soon when Mm -hmm. you're first dating someone in a relationship. This all comes from the uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson story. Two weeks of dating and he's got two tattoos devoted to Ari already. (laughs) He's got it bad, Simon. Lightning speed, right? That's what it's saying. That's what it is. Two tattoos in two weeks just meeting the person, dating the person. I would be worried. Uh, me too. So here's some signs that you're moving too fast when you're dating someone. Number one is that you're on the rebound. I mean, if you're fresh out of a long-term relationship oh, yeah. and you know looking for love from a place of loneliness, you probably need to slow things down. And that's another thing about Pete and Ariana, for example. They both are on the rebound. They both were just in long-term kind of serious relationships. And two weeks later, super hot and heavy. So pump the brakes. Get some mm-hmm. me time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Number two, you're constantly checking in with each other through text. That's what you brought up, Simon. Yeah. Uh, Asking too many questions too fast and checking in. Yeah, it's insecurity. It's the fear of not the person is not so into you or you want to get, you know, like it's already started. But time is important. Yeah, and text etiquette. I mean, uh, somebody I dated once from the jump was constantly texting like day and night when I was at work and they knew I was at work. And I felt pressure to constantly respond. It just felt a little suffocating. So that's a good one. Um, Number three, you let yourself be overly vulnerable with this person. Trust is something that you kind of, you know, you build over time. And, you know, instead of going out with somebody you just met on Tinder and telling them your whole life story and, you know, your deepest, darkest secrets, it's just like, slow down, slow down. 
Um, if you're spending so more true. and more nights at their place, um, that could be a sign. Like if you are a weekend and you already have a drawer and you keep your toothbrush and all your toiletries there already. <laughs> Especially if you arrive with a, you know, a gym bag of clothes you know, for a weekend and then you yeah. leave the clothes there. That, In the drawer, that's yeah. That's kind of too fast. Yeah. You have a drawer, you have a key, you know, you know the doorman, all that stuff. Another one is you're ignoring your non-negotiables in a relationship. So let's say you're somebody that doesn't like to be with anybody that drinks or smokes right. or has bad habits. And all of a sudden you're just throwing those out the window uh, because of this yeah. person. It's like well, sooner or later, the things that you were a non-negotiable are going to become one again. And That's true. Yeah. And you're going to say, why did I get so far in with this person who I knew I didn't like this stuff? Um, and also uh, another one is you said, I love you or started mapping out your future together. Although, Angie, you are the living example of, of the country of that because Jason knew he was going to marry you the first night you guys got together and all that. So that mm -hmm. is a love story that contradicts that point, that sometimes the love well, there was is no there I love you on the first night. <laughs> but it, he did tell me he was going to marry me one day. It, it, well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, so, that's I mean, a lot, first too. Night, I mean, because 99% of the time, Angie, if another dude would have said that to you on the first night, I what ran. would you have done? I, I would have ran for the hills, seriously, right. but I sort of kind of felt the same. And maybe we, See? it could have very easily crashed and burned for both of us. It ended up working out, but I didn't have any of those other warning signs. So, right. all right. right so I mean, what other ways have you moved too fast? Has someone moved too fast on you? Let's go to the phones. 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about going too fast in relationships right from the jump. Full core press, <laughs> no breaks. Like, slow down just a little bit. 855-905-8255. Um, Simon, let's pick up the line uh, of one of our listeners in Superior, Colorado on My 99.9. Here's Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Bonjour. Hey, hi. So you heard us talking about going too fast in relationships. you have a comment? I did, and I feel like Ariana... And her man are going way, way too fast. And it reminds me of this one time that I was like on a second date with someone and he just started bringing up kids and like visiting families and like all kinds of stuff. And it was just like, hold up, slow your roll. Like we are not on the same page. <laughs> you yeah. are like 50 miles ahead of me right now. Right. Like you go out on a date on a Friday night and he's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm having a huge family reunion. I want to I want you to meet everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I want you to meet my moms. Uh, Simon, you're really close <laughs> with your mom. Like how long do you think before you would introduce someone to your mom? Well, it, my mom is in France for the for the record and I'm in the States. So and she only comes once once a year. Well, so that would take a pretend, whole year. Let's pretend she was just in the same city. OK. Um, uh, About a couple months. Couple months, you just don't organically. Bring you, yeah, you don't want to bring every Tinder date over to mom's house. <laughs> no, I would, and she's not like that either. So I would say minimum a month, maximum yeah. three. Know that you like this person before you introduce them to everybody in your world. Thanks so much for calling, Aaron yeah, thanks, in Colorado. Aaron. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, Simon. When we come back, date or oh, dump. dump? Somebody needs advice. We'll find out what it is next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and advice. And Simon, we mm -hmm. got a email for date or, or dump. dump. 
Yes, it's our favorite game, simonandangie.com, if you'd like to email us any questions. So let's read this. Shannon, listening in Tampa on Mix 100.7, says, Hey, Simon and Angie, I love your show. I listen every night. I have an issue with my boyfriend. We've been dating for almost four months, and I met his friends for the first time last night. They were really nice. This morning, one of them friend requested me on Facebook, and I accepted it. Mm-hmm. I thought nothing of it until my boyfriend called me and told me to unfriend him. He said that he didn't see any reason for the two of us to be Facebook friends. He thought it was weird that I would accept his request. I told him I was just trying to be nice, but he didn't care, and he told me if I didn't delete him that we're not dating anymore. It's not even like I care if I'm friends with the guy or not, but the ultimatum that he gave me seemed really controlling, and now I'm not sure what to do. Do you guys think I should date or dump him? That was very aggressive, I think, but... Should she date or dump? Is he being too aggressive? Or should she just, hey, they're, you know, whatever. They're friends. They don't matter. I'm in this relationship. We'll talk more next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Simon Mm -hmm. and Marcel, we're playing our favorite game right now. Date or Or dump. Dump. It's an email that we got at simonandangie.com from Shannon. Just to recap, um, been dating her boyfriend four months Met his friends for the first time last night. They were really nice. One of them friend requested her on Facebook the next day. She accepted it. Didn't think anything of it. Now Mm -hmm. her boyfriend is demanding, basically, that she unfriend him. Otherwise, it's over. And she's like, well, I don't really care if I'm friends with his friends or not. But the way he's being controlling, it seems crazy. And she doesn't know what to do. Should she date or dump? Simon, what's your take? Well, Shannon, thanks for the email and the questions for NG and I. I feel he planted in the ground, a very large, tall red flag. Because when his reaction was that you should defriend somebody that introduced you to as a friend before, right? And then he made it such like an ultimatum of of something that on the outside is of no consequences. I mean, being friends with somebody on Facebook, we have plenty of friends and we, it just, I thought, you know, Shannon, you did the nice thing and and that was that. So his reaction, it's some story and it's a rotten story is buried between him and this guy and something doesn't smell right. So I'm afraid the reason is this guy knows something about your boyfriend he doesn't want you to know. Ah, and that's why he want he doesn't want you to be in contact with this person who knows something about this guy you're dating. So I don't like it. I would ask him uh, as a last chance exactly that. I said, is there something he knows about you that you're afraid he's going to tell me? And if he says no then I would not trust him and I would actually dump him. Or yeah. if he says, yes, by the way, you know what, there is something and he's honest with you, well, then you can continue to date him. But Depending on what that is. Exactly. <laughs> what kind of dirt well, it is. Dip, exactly. Angie, what's your, what's your intuition? That's a really good point. I mean, the fact that he's so adamant and yeah. it's like black or white, either you do it or we're over. I would ask, too. I'd be like, why are you so extra about the fact that you're going to leave me if I don't? I mean, Mm -hmm. they've been together for four months. And if this guy has something on him, though, then why would you even introduce him as a friend? I would be afraid to introduce a friend that had that dirt on me. But I thought it was a nice gesture that um, his friends are trying to include her into that whole you know, environment. And I would have accepted that friend request too. Like, oh, wow. Like, you know, his friends like me too. This is cool. We have a relationship. It's Facebook. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, but he made it that big of a deal. And now I need to know why it's a big deal. Uh, (laughs) Me too, Angie. I'd like to know what's the real story behind this. All right. Yes. So thank you, Shannon, so much for listening to us in Tampa. More Mm -hmm. advice questions next on The Rendezvous.
It's Simon and Angie with the Rendezvous Love Dating Romance Relationships. If you ever want to leave a voicemail, if we're not here, if you're a little shy, mm-hmm. feel free. 855-905-8255. We can take your questions there. We have one right now. I want okay. to listen, Simon. Here is Rebecca. Hi, Simon and Angie. Um, my name is Rebecca. And first of all, I just want to say I love you guys. And I'm calling from um, New Mexico. I wanted to ask some advice from you guys. I've been seeing my boyfriend for about seven months now, and he's the best person I've ever dated. He treats me wonderful. I feel amazing when I'm with him, Um, except (laughs) there's always an except, except the ooh-la-la is, it's just not, we don't gel really well in the bedroom, and I just don't know how to talk to him about it, and I think it might just be he's just more of a vanilla ice cream guy, and I'm more of a variety of flavors. I don't know if that uh, gives you enough information, but I just we're not syncing up uh, as far as chemistry when it comes to that part of our relationship. But everything else is just so wonderful. I don't want to ruin it over something like this. Um, I look forward to uh, hearing some advice from you guys. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. That's so hard. Simon, thank you, Rebecca, by the way. Yeah, how thank long you, can yeah, how long can you sustain a relationship when the ooh la la is bad, but everything else is good? Simon, I want to hear yeah. your thoughts next mm-hmm. on the rendezvous. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just heard a voicemail that came in 855-905-8255 from our listener Rebecca in New Mexico saying, Hey, I have a boyfriend. He is great in every single way. We get along great. The ooh-la-la is bad. And she wants to know what to do. Simon, how long can you last in a relationship where everything is great except that part? I personally can't last if this is not good. Because the ooh-la-la is the representation of really your two impulse. It's not you don't control it. We have a certain kind of impulse. You had, let's say, vanilla. You might have strawberry. You might have uh, pineapple. And you might have coconut. What I mean by that is that that is something it's you can't control it. Either the chemistry is naturally, organically good, or, of course, I could give you techniques. We could find a lot of books, about, but I don't believe in it. I believe... It feels forced you, then, no? Like Yeah, it's, it's forced, and, and it's like going to school. You shouldn't have to go to school for ooh Either organically, it works, or it doesn't. So, Rebecca, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, and I'm a romantic in my core, but I just don't have a solution for this one. I, I'm, this is the way you are built emotionally and, and impulse and ooh la la. You feel like it's only chemistry. Like if she introduces some things into the bedroom to sort of give her side of what she wants, you, you don't think that he can come around. It's just not organic. I have, listen, I think when it comes to that, you have to have a basic, the minimum basic of chemistry. Otherwise, you have a great friendship. So, Rebecca, what you have, because everything else is great, is a great friend there. You have a friend. You have a friend. (laughs) But a boyfriend requires that ooh-la-la is you look forward to it and not you look backward like, oh, my God, ooh-la-la time. So um, I would be inclined of not continuing this. um, And nobody's guilty of this, by the way. There's no guilt. I don't feel like it's the end-all, be-all, or is it? With your advice Mm, for Rebecca, it seems very final. Is there a way? I'm going to throw some scenarios at you, Simon, see if you would take these next on The Rendezvous.
Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, um, we just listened to a voicemail that came into 855-905-8255. Call anytime. Um, mm-hmm. From our listener, Rebecca, in a relationship with her boyfriend, really loves everything about him, except mm-hmm. what goes down in the bedroom, which she is just not impressed. She's bored. She doesn't like it. It's bad. There's no chemistry. You're saying move on because that spark isn't there, and if it's not there... You're doomed. If the beginning, I'm talking the first six months, you're totally off in the ooh it's impossible to get it back. You are structured in a way, you like certain things, and if you don't, it just, and I think it's okay to say we're not just made for each other like that. Yeah. Have you never tried something for the first time that somebody suggested in the bedroom and you actually ended up liking it? Like, oh, this is fun. I want to do this again. So experimenting is great. Yes, of course, there's some experimenting. That is always good. But the chemistry, the fact that you are into it, Angie, I don't know about you if you've ever been with, in a long-term relationship or stayed a long time with a man you didn't like the ooh Have you been in that situation? Uh, I've been in a situation where it just was not frequent enough. Like, it was, I'm talking months and months, and I found How out- How many months? Like many, many months. <laughs> and then I found out he was having an affair. So oh. that's why. And so it was, but, you know, I don't think, you know, ooh la la is everything unless you're not having it. And then it becomes the biggest elephant in the room. Like that's all you're focused on is the fact that we're not having it. We're not doing it. And it sort of spread to everything. It made me resentful for everything else in the relationship. Like it caused every fight and and everything, you know, frustration, resentment, anger. Like, what am I doing? I'm sitting here with somebody. But that Mm -hmm. wasn't, I felt like the case with Rebecca, she was happy with the guy. She just wasn't Mm -hmm. happy in the bedroom. But how long, I mean, if you're happy with him everywhere else, that's what I'm saying is like how long before the fact that it's bad in the bedroom bleeds into everything else and then you're not happy with him in any way. I mean, a frustrated man or a frustrated woman becomes an upset person, right? At the relationship. And there's a displacement. So if you're not having any ulala, if the ulala is bad, if the ulala is off, it's going to create on your emotional stability a problem. And then the romance is gone. Because the point of being romantic with each other, romance, this enchanting feeling, is to lead at one point to make love and all that. If there's no ooh-la-la, and if you fear the ooh-la-la, or if you don't even fear it, but it's so boring, well, then they what do you together. do? You've got to be honest. They haven't been together for a long time. Is it possible that he's just maybe timid in the bedroom or, you know, he's not very experienced and she seems like she's very experienced and maybe, Listen, I don't the, know. The, I rarely have met in my uh, partners went from vanilla to very wild, very rarely. It's just the way it is. So that's why we got to be honest with each other about mm-hmm. this. If this after four, six months is not well, forget about it. Okay, and so then, you're saying there's there's a million other fish in the sea. Try to find somebody you're more compatible with in the bedroom. Uh, you know, try to ultimately it's find... it's half of it, Angie, right? Yeah. Especially at the beginning. At least it's half the relationship, the ooh So if the F is off, then what do you have is your good friend. That's True. it. You got a good friend, so... At least you have that. All right. (laughs) Um, Simon, we're going to go to the phones for some advice on your love life. 855-905-8255. We're taking your calls.
You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We are taking your calls right now for advice on love, dating, romance, and relationships. 855-905-8255. Simon. Angie Taylor, bonsoir. <laughs> bonsoir. Let's go to uh, Silver Lake, Ohio, listening on 98.1 KDD. Here is our caller, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hey, guys. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Good. What can we help you with? So my wife and I, we get along in every possible way. We're Everything's good. We have kids and a two-year-old, a four-year-old. And um, since we've dated, I've always noticed she was a little sloppy and not much for cleaning up after herself and that kind of thing. But anytime it was brought up, it was just kind of brushed off with that she's just busy or whatever. It was never... Thing, but now that we have kids, it's a little crazy because now I'm I feel like I'm cleaning up after three people whenever I come home. I'm washing dishes for three people, I'm doing laundry for three people, and I do some work from home. And it's hard to keep my mind clear to work Mm. when the house is a pigsty. And uh, I, I would like to know how to how do I confront my wife with this without starting a fight. So you haven't really confronted her about it ever. You've never really said anything. I've 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 dropped subtle hints here and there, or hints. said things, but never really attacked her on it. Okay, are Simon. You, are you afraid of uh, her reaction? Her initial reaction. Do you feel she's going to react very badly? Yes. Anytime anything happens, she gets very defensive and then becomes on the attack herself. All right. We have more advice for you, Michael, now that we know all the details about what's going on in, in mm-hmm. the house and what should Michael do with wife. He's a little bit messy. He's a little bit tired of cleaning everything all the time. That's next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie with our caller, Michael, still on the line. Hi, Michael. Thanks for waiting here. Simon, Michael was saying that uh, married, two kids, mm-hmm. everything's great except for the fact that wife is messy. Uh, He works from home, and now he's cleaning up for three people. He's a little tired of doing all the dishes, all the laundry. Simon, do you have any suggestions for Michael? Yes. So, Michael, so you talk about doing things together. You don't attack her since she does nothing. You say we need to, as a couple, uh, as married people, we need to do things together. And that includes also cleaning, cooking, maybe grocery shopping. You're Uh, a team. You do things as a team. And you don't attack her as a a woman or a wife or a person, but as a team member that you miss. And you say, I miss my teammate. You cannot do everything just by yourself. So you need your wife to share. I like what Simon is saying. You you know, you're a team. It's teamwork. It's not just all on one person to raise the kids, to clean the house, to cook, to whatever it is. So if you're talking teams here, let's talk a game plan. And maybe you can have, you know, we go back to the days when we had a chore chart when I was growing up as a kid. Everybody had their responsibilities every day. This is my side of the stuff. Like, you know what? I hate doing dishes and... Um, but I love to vacuum, so I'll do that. Or I hate uh, yard work, but I love to do laundry. So everybody picks their chores and gets them done. And then hopefully, you know, having some sort of organization, everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing and hopefully getting it yeah. done. Good. Wow, this makes great sense and a good way to avoid the fight. Well, good. <laughs> you know what? You can go online and they have chore charts for like kids that I used to implement for my daughter when she was younger. Like these are the chores. You got to knock them out every day. You can find one of those and just implement them as a couple instead of it being a kid and, and parent thing. It could be husband and wife thing. Oh, this 
this is brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> well, we wish you, wish you the best. You guys are all a team together. Thank you so much, Michael, for calling the rendezvous. Yes, Thank thanks a lot, guys. and good luck to you. Simon, I have an email here that came into Simon and Angie I want to talk to you about next. Okay. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, and advice from Simon Marcel, our French romantic. And you, uh, yes. Angie Taylor, a beautiful American, very realist. Oh, well, thank you for being you with us Angie, tonight. Yes. You know she's real. Oh, <laughs> I try, Simon. I try. I have my not-so-real days. But listen, we have an email here that I want to get to, simonandangie.com. This comes to us from Corinne, listening in Chicago, 93.9 Light FM. She says, me and my boyfriend were dating for about two and a half years. I found out I was pregnant, and we ended up breaking up. He always said he'd be there for the baby, but couldn't be with me. Um, now that the baby's born, he still says that he doesn't want to be with me, but his actions are different. We still go out. We go to the movies. He FaceTimes me all the time. We even have ooh-la-la sometimes. However, mm. I told him I don't want to do that unless we we're going to get back together. Since then, we haven't hung out because to him, it wasn't a healthy approach. On top of that, he doesn't seem to show much interest in the baby the way I want him to. His family's very involved, so it makes it hard for me to decide if I should become more distant or not, but it's just been mentally hard for me. Should I just move on or give him time? Also, do I get him something for Father's Day? LOL. <laughs> yes, you get him something for Father's Day, Corinne. That's first. Um, Simon, what do you say? What do you think he's doing here? I just feel like he's uncertain, right? It's back and forth, right? It, it, it's like he's not acting normally, according to Karine. Well, he, uh, I think he wants to just have his life and still have her, like have your cake and eat it too. And yeah. that's not fair. But Karen has all the, the, the cards in her hands. Like you said, should she continue to accept the ooh-la-la? No. The other things or not, right? Because in this case, Karen, you are the boss, all right? You relationship, you rules. He can want this, that, the cherry on the cake and the cake and, and the cream on the cake on the top of the cherry or below the cherry. The result is... <laughs> Where does the you, cream go? <laughs> yeah, I made a mistake on the, the cream. On details, the details, yes. So my point is that what doesn't work yesterday doesn't work today, number one. So I've noticed that in my life. Like, if it didn't work yesterday, don't think it's going to work tomorrow. It usually doesn't. This guy, I don't think he's going to change. I think you can change. So if he doesn't give you the normal frame of a relationship, whatever the reasons are, and you feel unhappy, stop the relationship. Stop the romance. Co-parent. But do not ooh-la-la -la yeah. if you don't have the rest. Call you parent. are in charge of this. Yeah. She's saying it's been very mentally hard for her. If it's mentally hard, stop it. You know, stop, stop allowing him to give you these mental frustrations and emotional and all of it. Um, so, yes, you should move on. And don't, you know, be there for him the way a girlfriend is, but he doesn't want you to be his girlfriend. You know what I mean? You're the mother of his son. Get him something yes. for Father's Day. You know, be cordial. You know, do your co-parenting. Um, still stay in touch with his family since they're very involved. Do all those things, except don't treat him like your boyfriend because he's not treating you like his girl. So move on. And Angie, if he says, why are you changing things? I thought we had a good thing. What would you say? It's good for you. It's not good for me. That's it. That's it. You, exactly. That's of it. Of course so you think you have a good thing because I'm giving you everything you want and you still get to leave and do whatever you want. Like, it's you can't have it both ways. So Exactly. Karen, that question, he will ask you. That, yeah. And Angie gave you the answer. Yeah, there you go. And happy Father's Day.
to him. Well, yes, of course. That's a separate. <laughs> that's a separate issue. Absolutely, I agree. But she was asking if she should get him a gift. So yes, get him a gift because it's from a the card. child. From the child to dad. All right. Thanks so much, Corinne. You can always send us an email if you need advice from me and Simon. Simon and Angie.com. You can ask us questions anytime. More Rendezvous next. Thanks so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, your love, dating, romance, relationship headquarters right here. If you missed the show... <laughs> Check out simonandangie.com. You can hear back at the podcast. We had a lot of great topics. Maybe they apply to you. Um, moving too fast in relationships. Started off the show talking about Pete Davidson's two tattoos already from his girlfriend or about his girlfriend of two weeks, Ariana Grande. That's moving too fast. Also, uh, Rebecca's voicemail about her relationship. She loves her boyfriend, but the ooh-la-la is bad. Does that ever get better? Can you fix it? Or is it time to go? Then mm-hmm. we just had Michael's call about his messy wife. Everything's great. They're married, two kids, but she's messy. He's neat. He's doing everything. And what does he do? We gave him some advice, but that's also, Simon, where your your sage wisdom, your Simon Says, came in. Thank you, Angie. I said the key of solving problems in a relationship is working as a team. Think us, think we, we the team, we the family, we the parents, not just I and you, because that goes nowhere. And that's what the advice was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you start having a discussion about something that may be touchy and you're throwing everything as, well, you do this and you do that and you do this, it's very aggressive. People feel attacked and they're going to respond in a not so nice way either. So, If you make it about us, hey, we need to do this. We need to get this house into shape. What can we do to fix this issue? Yeah. Thank you, Simon, for that amazing Simon Says. You can see them all on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All our social platforms is Simon and Angie. And until tomorrow, thank you so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.